All right, everybody, we are live again. Back to that third show. Oh, my mic got here. We go. Third show of the day. We are back live again. A lot of noise uh, in the background, Miss Nadeek. You there? Me? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess your phone. You using your phone? Oh no, I'm not, no, I don't. I'm not using my phone. I'm using my. Uh, I always use my laptop. Your laptop. Oh, it was like something was over the uh, the speaker, but we're good. We're good to go. We are good. Oh, to okay. Go. Yes, everybody. We are live again. Dynasty Mirror Search for Uhuru. Thank you again for joining for joining us. We have Miss Nadeek on with us, and tonight's topic is why is everybody silent? Why is the world silent about the ongoing uprising in Haiti? And it's probably because it's black folks and no one cares about what black folks, what's going on with us. So, you know, I'm guessing that's probably the reason, but go ahead and take it away. <laughs> you, you know more than okay. Um, well, first of all, I want to tell you that um, oh, the guys at, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kimmy Siba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Um, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be actually, he's gonna be uh, touring actually, um, um, in Haiti next month, this coming month. Oh wow. Mhm. Mm yeah. So um, I really like him, you know, because mm -hmm. I, yeah. But anyway, so he he um, it was a quote that he um. Yeah. He uh, it was a quote. Let me see if I can find it. One second. Anyway, I'll I'll look for it. But um, I, I part of um, it's not really it, yeah. Of course, it's about black people. But um, the fact that you know, um, Haiti's a black nation. But it's also um, I put together this infographic. Okay. Who's calling you? Is that, my, is that somebody, oh, somebody calling me? Who the hell is calling me? Oh, someone called me. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody was calling me. Oh, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I put together a, a little infographic territories, commonwealths, and independent, under, um, quote unquote, independent states in the Caribbean. So um, we have a list of US territories, US Virgin Islands. And Puerto Rico. You have a list of French territories: Guadeloupe, Martinique, Saint Bart, Saint Martin. Now, those four nations, out of all, um, Haiti's the only so-called independent uh, French, uh, 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 former French colony in the uh, in the Caribbean. All the other ones are still under uh, so-called French territories. Mm -hmm. Just a more modern, you know, neo-colonial name. Right. Um, Dutch territories, Aruba, maybe I'm not pronouncing this correctly, but Bonaire, Curacao, Saba, Sin Eustatius, and St. Martin. British territories, Anguilla, Bermuda, British Virgin Islands, Cayman Islands, Montserrat, Turks, and Caicos. And you have the so-called independent nations, and I know some people will be upset with me, but when you are, when the queen is still your head of state, then you cannot really call yourself independent, okay? And when your high court is in um, England, then you can't really call yourself 100% independent. Mm 
So anyway, so the so-called independent states um, that are still under um, semi under British rule, Antigua and Barbuda, Bahamas, Barbados, Grenada, shout out to Grenada, um, Jamaica, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So the so-called independent states, okay, are Dominica, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Trinidad and Tobago. So these are the islands of uh, in the Caribbean. So as you can see, there's still a, a, a um, strong sense of um, like you can hear like uh, it's not static, okay. but you like I don't okay. know paper. Yeah, okay, there's a strong sense of um, neo-colonialism that still exists in the Caribbean. Um, mm -hmm. the, co the the colonizers have yet to give up. You understand me? And the way they have been able to reconquer is uh, in the beginning, you know, once upon a time, the way they used to do it, well, they'll kill you and take your land. So, yeah. okay, so now they do it through tourism and so-called private investments, okay? okay. Um, and, a prob and so a lot of these nations have, or islands have already, they, they've given up to uh, you know, they're given to so-called private investments um, and uh, tourism. So with tourism, it requires massive land grabs. So that means that the, when you go and you build a, a resort. Oh, yeah. On, huh? No, no, I'm agreeing with you as far as the resorts. It's, uh, right. When you go and build a resort in Dominican Republic, then you, you take a lot of land. And all that land, it, it's for the, the investor, you see? So that is their new way of, um, of colonize, recolonizing or holding on to the Caribbean nations. And right now, what's happening is that Haiti refuses to. So yes, there has been land grabs, but not to, to the extent of the other uh, Caribbean nations. So you ask yourself, Okay, so I'm in my 30s, and I believe you are as well. So, yeah. what do you what? Okay, so what? Just say you were from the Caribbean. What would you leave for your aunts? Of, uh, I'm sorry, for your descendants. Land. You know, right, right. So the thing is that um, the co the colonizer have been able to perfect um, his game, and that is, and 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 unfortunately, a lot of these nations. Um, or islands in the Caribbean, you know, we still have this type of um, when we when we have it's it's an honor to have white people visit our our country. You know that yeah, is how we. Yeah. See oh it. yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, and that's just not a Caribbean thing. You see that in Africa too. Right, <laughs> right, right. Okay. So the thing is that it's it's an honor, you know. But when they're visiting, they're not necessarily visiting you because they love you. I think white people, to an extent, and are natural colonizers. I think it is in in their DNA to want to colonize, you know. I I mean that's just my my um uh, my belief. Um. So the Haitians are saying no. You understand because. Mm -hmm. Back in the um, uh, during the after the revolution, the founding fathers what they did is that they were able to give each um, like a, a former slave a piece of land. 
So even though a lot of people, especially in the countryside, they still own a lot of land and they, um, th that's what a lot of them use that land to grow, you see? Um, so neoliberalism is it, just not something that Haitians want to deal with. And Haiti has three, um, well, several, but um, three main satellite islands. So these islands are off of the coast of Haiti. And one of them is um, Lagonave, which is on the Western side. And what's happening right now is that there's a secret plan to turn that, uh, to turn it into an international finance, financial center like Singapore. Hmm. Yes. So in, in 2000, late 2015. You said this, um, is on, this is on the coast of Haiti? It's it's called Lagonave. If you look it up, it's 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 an island, uh -huh. but it's it's kind of separate from. So, somebody Hawaii. said it's, somebody said it's leased by Royal Caribbean. Is that where they park their? Um, no, that's that's Labadee. Labadee, okay. Labadee okay. is in north side, but the Lagonave is on the. It's right off of um. It's right um, right next to Cuba. It's closer to Cuba. So that island, they're trying to steal that island to turn it into an international um, center. Um, so, and there's a, a with that with that island, um, there's about eighty thousand people on that island. Mm -hmm. And um, in 2016, what happened is is that um, uh, the, the the president that Hillary Clinton forced him to Haiti, literally installed him. He issued a decree, um, seating and giving up the island to foreign oil companies. Um, oh. uh, right. So he gave it up, and um, a few months later, the um, the guy who was tempor uh, uh, temporarily put in office he um, annulled it. But now this current puppet is secretly trying to revive. Um, is secretly reviving it. You see, right. so yeah, there's a lot of these things that's going on where it's not only about you know, um, it's about trying to take over the whole Caribbean, and most of it is already done, you know, um, because you, uh, look at Dominican Republic where you see all these people who 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 died, and they are at the mercy of of Westerners who. Who traveled to the country to no, you know, they've been dying from bootleg alcohol, like right, right. But, but the point is that any little, um, any little disease outbreak or any little, you know, issue can completely destroy uh, one of them, you know. But it's not gonna help, it's not gonna happen to Dominican. I'm gonna tell you why. You got Negroes on the <laughs> internet talking about how they still gonna trick off in Dominican no matter what. You know, they're still going to go to, they're going to risk their life just to trick off for, you know, some cheap uh, sex in Dominican. So, you know, they, they still going. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's uh, definitely not, but um, right. Right. And I, I saw some of the, um, the comments on a, on a, uh, it was some guy, he had like a, maybe Jamaican or one of those Island accents. And he was saying how he was showing the pictures of the people who passed and he's like, it's all fake, and you saw the people commenting. I'm still going. I'm still going. They were like, "It's fake," and blah blah blah. He was like, "It was just really strange the stuff he was saying." And he had like thousands of views, and everybody was disagreeing with him. 
So you're definitely right about that. Um, um, so yeah, so anyway, so the thing is that when you have a, um, the colonizers are still colonizers. They're still the same, nothing has changed. And so over the past, yesterday, for example, um, there were there was a massacre um, near the, the presidential palace where there was like 30 people who got shot. Yeah, now they, they're saying this is a uh, gang violence. I was watching something. No, on. it's not. Yeah, what is gang violence? Gang violence is is like it was, it was, it was, in Nigeria. Right, but, oh, it yeah. but it wasn't gang members who were killed. It was just regular residents. Okay, let me give let me give you no right gang violence. Let me give you an example. Um, okay, so Haiti is basically a nation uh, ninety percent black. The rest are white, mulatto, and Arab, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have a ninety percent black country, it's very hard, and, and you know, with the same no tribes and 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 you know stuff like that, or no, you know, almost the same religion, it's very hard to divide and conquer. So that's why they use the whole gang gang thing. Okay, so who's 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 giving these guys semi automatics? It's the Jewish, one of the, the Jewish guys. The other, not too long ago, last and back in April, they um there was 16 containers of weapons of war that entered the country. Okay, from his port, from his port. So that those containers of weapons, they magically disappeared. Oh wow. Right. They magically disappeared. And then the US embassy decided to get involved. And was about they closed down the, um, the 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 port for several days, and then the U.S. embassy got involved, and then everything the story just went no one no one knew what happened afterwards. Mm -hmm. Right. So the question is, Haiti does not produce weapons or ammunition. So where is where are these big weapons coming from? We're not talking about pistols. We're talking about a bunch of like you know semi-automatic weapons of war. You see, so the whole so-called gang violence, these are the people, this is the, the Arabs, the Lebanese, the Syrians, the Jews, they are the ones who, they are the subsidiaries of, of, um, of foreign power. So those guys were put in place in order to control the black population. Just like in, in, in Liberia, you understand me? These people, when, when, you're, talk, when you're talking about migrants, when you have migrants who ref they don't assimilate with you, they right. simply do business, and that's it. And then right. they oppress you. You see, so those guys are the ones who have, for example, from from um, from uh, from uh, January to April, Haiti already already five hundred million dollars of trade with the U.S. Now, question is, what what is Haiti trade? Okay, so import was about forty percent of that. But what is? I'm sorry, um, export. But what is Haiti exporting? Haiti's exporting what essential oils for about three million bucks. The rest is um, sweatshop uh, garments, suits, and shirts for. Well, me, what's, what companies are actually getting their uh, clothes manufactured in Haiti right now? Do you know? Uh, I know it's uh, Levi. I know probably Gap. Um, a lot of clothes from Walmart. So yeah. So the thing is that um, and so th th there's a lot of movements um in the country right now. So uh, whatever you hear in the media, 
where Haiti is just some country where people are just, you know, dependent and and uh, and soft and just beggars. That is just a white supremacist uh, uh, narrative that they they um uh, th that's what they portray for basically all black countries, whether it's Africa or anywhere else. You understand me? But the fact of the matter is Haiti is a very politically astute country with a lot of local organizations, a lot of local militants. Every section of the country has militants who are fighting right now. And a lot of them got killed. Hundreds of them um, yesterday, about over 30 got massacred. Yes, were massacred yesterday. Um, hundreds got killed um, over the past, disappeared. Um, they were taking a whole bunch of... Um, a, a people kills them, paramilitaries. We spotted two white guys yesterday, mercenaries. Again, looks like some of them, you know, were from, I'm not sure what country they're from, but they're definitely not black. So most likely they come from, they, uh, they were hired mercenaries. You see? So none of this stuff is, hmm? Real quick, a uh, shout out to Je Jepeth, Levi, Descended, John Louis. Uh, uh, the uprising of Haiti, to replace Jovenel Moa, is that his person? That's Moise, Mose? Jovenel Moise, uh-huh. Yeah, of the money he kept from the people to build infrastructure. Okay, right. So this is another thing, which um, uh, it's not just him. It, the money was being stolen. Um, it, it, Venezuela, uh, first of all, I wanna say something. A lot of people are quickly, every time you hear Venezuela, a lot of people become so, you know, go crazy because they're like, oh yeah, I don't like socialism. But the thing is that the Orlando airport, I flew into the, um, out of the Orlando airport the other day and flew back in, okay? So the Orlando airport is owned by Orlando, um, the city of Orlando. What Maduro decided to do, well, Chavez and then Maduro, is that they decided to take the oil, their oil wealth, their gold wealth, and put it in the hands of the people as opposed to Shell. You understand me? Or those other um, uh, transnational corporate uh, oil corporations that, like in Nigeria, you understand? That where, you know, they're creating these fake terrorist groups in order to maintain a control of Nigeria's oil wells. Or like the, the, the rich um, um, Israeli guy who is, um, uh, you know, who, who the UN is protecting in Democratic Republic of Congo. Okay, where well, he's a billionaire looting all of um, uh, the gold and, and DRC, you understand? So what, um, that's, that's a complete opposite of what Maduro was doing. So Maduro, um, Haiti um, and Venezuela had a very good relationship where um, Venezuela always remembered and always um, um, uh, appreciated the, the um, uh, the historical bond that Haiti and Venezuela had where Haiti helped Venezuela with the independence. So, so Haiti was one of, um, Venezuela was one of the countries um, that started the Petro-Caribe um, oil alliance. Um, alliance. So the Petro-Caribe oil alliance, basically um, Venezuela provides Haiti and Jamaica and several other um, Caribbean and some Latin American countries, oil. Um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, discounted oil. So all the savings from the discounted oil, 
Okay, he said, okay, here, I give you the oil at a discount, take the savings, and you build infrastructure. You build schools, you build roads, you build everything. So within 2006 into 2000, by 2016, so about 10 years, it amounted to about, uh, about um, $4 billion. Do you honestly believe that a president would steal all this money? No. No, it was a conspiracy because every time Haiti tries to move forward, they destroy it. You see, you kick, they kick the ladder from, um, uh, they kick the ladder every time. A president or presidents will not steal all this money. A lot of these hotels in Haiti that, was, that were built after the earthquake, these big supermarkets that these Arabs own, that's what they use to build the, 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 these, uh, 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 the money. That's the reason why the people who are fighting, the very first person who tried to push forward was a judge. In 2013, he was killed, okay? Mm -hmm. Because, he, yes, he was murdered. Um, he was poisoned. So the thing is that $4 billion? No, it's, it, it's more of a conspiracy. Why in 2017, the mayor of Port-au-Prince, the capital of Haiti, they had already signed um, signed for, for I, I don't remember, something, I think it's $4 billion loan with China. Yeah, I know there are some issues with China. However, um, an investment is an investment. So why did China and, and agree to, um, uh, they already signed a loan with China in 2017 to completely re, re, uh, revitalize um, and electrify all of Haiti. Why did they, they knock that down as well? So they knocked the PetroCarry fund down and they also knocked down the uh the the, the um loan with china you see so the question is why you see because haiti is not allowed to move forward at all okay haiti is not allowed to move forward the u.s will not allow any thriving black nation in the caribbean or anywhere in the americas or anywhere in the world you see so yes the, 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 okay, the, what do you say not allowed to move forward? What do you mean? Like, why why, why do we continue this? The white man is Thanos. Um, just well, okay. Well, Dionys, once upon a time, Haitians united to uh, defeat the colonizer. Right, correct. However, now what happened is that the colonizer, in order to, to, to maintain control, and in order to maintain its survival, it perfected it, the craft of divide and conquer. Now mm -hmm. it no longer need to. Um, it will. It no longer need to hit, um, to uh, uh, um, uh, destroy you because it it divided you, and now it has your own people doing it for them. You see what I'm saying? So then, what you do is you you provide them with the weapons. You provide them with the uh, with the um, the you give them power. You give them weapons. You control them. And so it's not white people who are killing Haitians. It's Haitians who are killing Haitians. It's the Haitian president who and and the massacre the other day. It's the Haitian government that initiated it. Of course, they have their bosses, which is a U.S. Uh, embassy. And the UN, 
but it's a, but who who is it who went and chopped up a bunch of people um in in the area of La Saline? It was uh, young black men who they're destitute, so they took thousands of dollars and they went and they did the job. You see. So the problem is that, but the thing is that, yes, it, it, it's, it's, they were all, they will always do, you know, yes, that's exactly what it is. I mean, think about it, the, the funds, what happened to $4.5 billion? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, you see? And, 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 and so if you, I don't know if you've heard of WikiLeaks, but WikiLeaks shows that when the, the president um, who passed away, his name was Rene Preval, he's the one who signs the, the, um, the agreement with um, Chavez, when he signed the agreement with Chavez, um, he had to do it in secret because uh, ExxonMobil went after him and refused, you see? So he had to do it in secret. So why uh, um, why is that, um, the, and then the president that Hillary Clinton put in, one time he was drunk because he's a reprobate. He was drunk and he was um, he was doing a concert and he said the money that he stole from the Petrocurry Fund, he built hotels with it. He invested in hotels. That's exactly what he said. You see? So those, yeah, those. So the thing is that the president does not have the power to be able to repress to this extent. You have the, a port called Port Lafito. Gilbert Biggio, who is the, the, the richest man in Haiti, the billionaire, the Jew, it should the, the report the anti-corruption report for the, for the uh for the funds it shows that his company one of his companies that he owns um had a contract for 35 million dollars to clean the um the bay of port-au-prince he never did it it was never cleaned so it looks like that and then uh, uh, with that same 4.5 billion dollars a private road was built for him for that port. Uh, uh, real quick, Fran Francois Pauline says she knows that's a lie about him building hotels. I'm guessing Francois is probably Haitian. She, she, yeah, well, if she has that, he said it. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But he said it twice. He said it twice that he invested in, in Royal Caribbean, Royal, I'm sorry, Royal um, uh, hotel Oasis, Oasis Hotel. He in, he invested in the Marriott. He invested in the Best Western. All those were built after the earthquake. That's what he said. So I don't know if it's true or not, but he said it. But I do not believe that those presidents, literally all of them, embezzled four point five billion dollars on their own. You know, Mufasa brings up a great point. Mufasa, you bring up a great point. Now you look at Cuba. You look at certain other countries who took the time who aligned with other countries to be specific, Russia. Has yeah. Haiti tried to align with a country like Russia or Iran I, or- I, I am so glad you said this because, I'm so glad you brought this up because I'm going to show you something. Um, over the past few uh, few few months, um, Haitians have been flying, <laughs> they've been flying the Russian flag and talking about, um, you know, V Putin, meaning, you know, long live Putin, okay, because they see how Putin, um, you know, aligned with Venezuela. And then, to be honest, if, if it wasn't for China and, um, and uh, uh, Russia, Venezuela would have already been taken over. Mm -hmm. So 
Today, actually, the UN, the UN peacekeepers are set to leave Haiti in all, October, okay? So mm -hmm. now, today, there was a, um, uh, there was a, uh, a, a UN, UN Security Council um, uh, vote. So Russia voted for a new mission in Haiti, you see? And I was very disappointed. So the thing is that Haitians have no friends. Russia voted for it. Instead of voting against it, China did not vote for it, but Russia did. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's waiting for Russia, you know, there, there's, there's talks about oil. So Cuba, the reason Cuba is really the only, I would say Cuba is really the only semi, or is the only independent country in the Caribbean, to be honest with you. That's the mm -hmm. only one. There's really no, and then even them, they have to go through sanctions and stuff. But Cuba is really, and because Cuba exercised their right to sovereignty, you see? So now you're looking at, you after 1986, um, after the, um, the the Haitian people overthrew the Duvalier dictatorship, mm -hmm. here are the um, UN, how many times did the UN continue to occupy Haiti? 1993 to 1996, the UN mission, UNMIH, 1996 to 1997, UNSMIH, 1997, UMTMIH, 1997 to 2000, MIPONUH, um, 2004 to 2017, Minister, Mission, 2017 to present, uh, uh, Mission. So now there's a new one that's coming after the Minishes will be um, uh, uh, canceled out in October, which is the BINUH. This will be the new mission. So this is how, in the UN Security Council, you have to look at who is, um, you know, the main players. That's the U.S., Germany, um, you know, France, and blah blah blah. So that's how. So it's a proxy occupation where they do not send their own troops, but they use the UN, the UN peacekeepers from these other countries, uh, mostly Africa and Asia, to occupy Haiti. So it's a proxy occupation for the colonizers and the imperialists. You see, okay. so there's a new one coming up, you see? So, um, yeah, so basically, um, uh, we're not gonna, we can't rely on Russia. Russia, I mean, when the Ramaphosa from South Africa, when he said, okay, you know, we're going to uh, take the land back or whatever, um, Russia was one of the first countries that told you know, that welcomes the white people to the country. And then they have no ties to Russia. So the fact of the matter is white countries are white countries regardless. Russia right. has Russia has uh, an interest in Venezuela. Russia has an interest in Cuba. So that's the reason why, you know what I mean? So if Haiti has something to offer, you know, because they keep saying that Haiti has gold, and we know Haiti has a lot of gold, but they keep saying Haiti has oil. So if now, if it's provable reserve, oil reserves and, and gas reserves in Haiti, then maybe Russia will step up. But for now, no, because today they voted to allow the continuation of UN occupation of Haiti. Wow, wow, wow. Let's see here. Uh, it's just, it's just, the, it's the same issue with black countries all over this planet. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a, it's the same issue, but there's a there's a one of the differences because 
Haiti, no matter how you want to look at it, if anyone who pays attention will see that Haiti is the epicenter of resistance. So the thing is that you have after the, the after um, World War II, the way they were able, the, the colonizer, imperialist, whatever, white supremacy was able to survive is by creating these world bodies and regional bodies like the UN and um, the UN and, 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 you know, the IMF and the World Bank and all these types of organizations. So they're the ones who are, they're able to control through those organizations. You see, so like we're talking about easy. Let's look at Ethiopia, for example. Right. Well, okay. So Ethiopia, they always. I mean, I remember growing up, they always had these like you know bad, um, like the, the the negative narrative of, of Ethiopia, a famine and all this stuff, right? Right. But right. only Sally Struthers. Right, exactly. Right. This is all, yeah. But recently, you know, the, the, the IMF is saying, okay, well, the Ethiopia is, a, is the, um, it's the fastest growing uh, country in Africa. It surpassed um, a Ghana. Okay. So if you really look at it, okay, because it's, there's really no other organization that um, is able to determine uh, uh, the macroeconomics of a country. Because it's basically the the uh, IMF, which is actually a financial arm of the UN, but in Ethiopia, the um, the, the government allowed a whole bunch of um, companies to come in, um, a so-called foreign investment, right? Mm-hmm. But Ethiopia, but these people who work in the factories are only getting twenty-five dollars a month. A month. Yes. $25 a month. Correct. Wow. Twenty Yeah, you can look it up. $25 a month that they are uh, working in these factories, you see? And I thought Haiti's $200-something a month was bad, you see? But it's $25 a month. So the question is that why do you say a country is the fastest growing? Why? Because it's privatizing. It's uh, uh, it, it accepted. It's warmed up to neoliberal um, economics. It's privatizing this, privatizing that. You know what I mean? It's privatizing everything and along these the gaps and the H and M, H and M, and some a lot of those other country, uh, you know, companies to go in and and build these factories. You know, so that's that's how they operate it. So for that reason, we're living in a globalized world. So globalization means that um, you know a few groups of, of countries. European countries have control over little countries because it's a globalized world, you see? So that means that if you do not, if you are not, if you don't want to abide by the rules, so what they do is they put sanctions on you, just like they're doing to Venezuela, you see? So we know that Haiti owes Venezuela several billions, but Haiti has not been able to pay Venezuela because it's, you have to pay, um, they have to pay through, uh, with the dollar. And so, with the U.S. sanctions, you're not able; they can't do it. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're, 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 yeah. So then, there's a whole bunch of money that's that's uh, locked up, and that it's not just us; it's also Jamaica and several other countries that owes Venezuela but can't pay them. You see, so that is what the dollarization and globalization has done um, to to countries. You see. So um, Haitians are saying no; they don't want to give up all this land to build, you know, uh, 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 resorts. 
They don't want to, um, you know, build up all this land. They don't want to give up their islands. You know, uh, Haiti is not as small as people think. There are three, uh, several, a few more islands off the coast of Haiti that people actually live on. Mm. You know, so the thing is that um, these things are just it's every day. There's a lot. I mean, when I went when I, I mean, I, I was sick when I came back because the, 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 the smell, the burning tires is so much. Um, it's just everywhere is protests, everywhere is roadblocks. It's really bad, you know, but you don't see it anywhere on, on TV. And you keep hearing about the gangs and the gangs and the gangs, you know, look at it, even in, in the United States, they would rather, you know, go all the way to India and get Indians, tech companies and train Indians. So poor Indians bring them to the United States or open up fact, you know, training centers in India or Malaysia, then to allow African Americans, then to go into the the good the hoods, the ghettos, to right. train African Americans. They would rather go to you know um, Hispanic countries, bring in Hispanics to work, and it's not only um, you know farm work; it's a lot of other types of work as well. They would rather bring those people than to train people in the hoods in order to lift them out of poverty. How did Indians, many Indians, um, you know, uh, because that's what they did. When the tech boom, they completely ignored African-Americans and, you know, uh, Blacks in America and went to other countries to get people to work and bring them here. Because there's a, there's a clearly white man saw something in Africa that he, you know, he he's absolutely afraid. He would rather deal with the Asians because during the civil rights movement, you're looking at, um, you know, th there was like strong discrimination against Asian, um, uh, how do you call it, um, Asian immigrants. But somehow these Asians are the so-called model minority now where right. black people are still pushed down. You know what I mean? And the thing is that it's very important to, it's, it's, it, if you don't realize, if you don't understand what's going on right now, um, it's, it's it, because I'm so in tune in what's going on in Haiti, it's not only a Haitian thing, it's a black thing. It's a black thing, it's white still, the white colonizer imperialist still trying to consolidate his power. And by consolidating his power, he goes into your country and he built these damn resorts. So I'm telling you in, in, in 100 years, what do you have for your child when you allowed him to take over, when he changes your constitution in order to control you? It's basically, it's really no different than before, you know? So, um, so yeah, so that's basically, I mean, there's a lot of killings, a lot of people in prison, a lot of people in, in the hospital. It's a lot of deaths, lots and lots, lots of deaths, but you don't hear any of it in the media. And in the, the the UN and every other, they try to when it's seventy people who die, they try to they they try to uh to lit to to um uh, claim that it's less, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but um yeah, so I, I just want to read the quote that um 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 Sebas said. He said one second. So basically, he said um let me look it up.
You see, so he understands what's going on in Haiti. Okay, so basically, um, he said there will never be a how to pronounce this word, asphyxiated by internal and external neoliberal, neo-imperialist elites. You see? So there will never be a global liberation of black people, black people, you see? As long as the people of Haiti are suffocated, continue to be suffocated by internal and external elites. So he knows the internal elites, the elusive whites in the country, that nobody talks about where you have where you have a um where you have a a, a nation of, of people who were enslaved from Africa from Benin from Togo from Nigeria and those enslaved africans taught our ancestors how to grow rice how to grow all sorts of food but right, right now we are a net importer who are importing everything into the country. So you right. see in four months, $500 million, I'm sorry, $800 million worth of pro products from the US into Haiti. So imagine if someone who makes $500 a month, I'm sorry, a week, and you eat out every day, you will not be able to pay your rent. Because you're instead of buying food and you're cooking to save money, you're cooking out. So that's one of the reasons why you see. So who is importing these these foods? Who's importing the rice? Who is uh, the uh, 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 Deeb? Deeb who ha who has who has a company Bongu? You have um uh what do you call it Accra? Who has the company Caribbean uh, uh, uh Mega Rice? You have the company um. Uh, 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 what is it? Chaco rice. Chaco rice is owned by a company in the United States called Riceland Farms in Arkansas. They are the one who um, they they um, ex they export millions of dollars of rice, dump tons of rice in the in, in Haiti. Who is it that gave them that opportunity? Bill Clinton in the 1990s. Completely. No, no, no. Go ahead and finish your statement. Then I got a question. Yeah, Bill Clinton did. At the barrel of a gun, he forced Haiti to 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 do it. Okay, and um, so this is what they do to a lot of other countries in Jamaica. But Jamaica, um, you know the the, the imports. So that means that you do not produce locally. You um import all this food, and who who are the companies who are importing these foods? These are owned by the mi white minorities. So these white minorities, what they did now, if you look at a, a Bloomberg article, over 2,000 rice farmers were displaced by armed gangs recently from in Haiti. Why? Because a Vietnamese company called Netcom gave them rice, uh, rice seeds that caused a, a massive rat invasion to destroy the, the land. Okay, so then the people started to sue and then they started to protest. So in order to silence the people, they gave these young dumb knuckleheads a bunch of weapons of war to go over to um, the, the northern part of Haiti and literally 
um, displaced over 2,000 rice farmers. Why? So that this is economic warfare, class warfare, so that these men can continue to import the food and generate billions at the expense of poor Haitians. Hey, what the hell is uh, Wycliffe John doing? Wycliffe John is nothing but a minion. And oh. he's a, yeah, he's a minion. Remember, it wasn't just Hillary Clinton who stole a whole bunch of money. Remember that Yale IET, the Yale Haiti organization that he had? Oh, all right. And he raised like $16 million, wow. made uh, Angelina Jolie and Bill, what was it, Brad Pitt, Bill Pitt, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And he stole all the money. Then he went to, um, at the uh, request of his masters, he went to create this, uh, uh, um, this uh, documentary that completely um, criminalized the young, poor ghetto dwellers in Haiti. Um, okay. who are victims. That's the one with the, 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 the Haitian Tupac. Yeah, this is, I mean, let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. These, guys, yeah these guys are th those men. My, my, when my mom was, um, when my mom was growing up in Haiti, that stuff did not exist. You see, there um, was no, no, there was no ghettos in Haiti. Uh, you know, the, 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 these things were created by globalization in order to um, put the same way it was uh, created in the U.S. Mm -hmm. the great yeah, the Great Depression. Okay, blacks running away from Jim Crow in the South, moving to Chicago, moving to uh, L.A. and all these. And then what did they do? They created redlining and and uh, restrictive covenants to block hey, um, you know, uh, uh, African Americans from going into the suburbs. So they create these housing projects in order to keep um, you know, uh, black people from moving forward. And that's exactly what happened in Haiti in the late 80s and the 90s. Because most people at Port-au-Prince did not have millions of three, four million people like it has now. You know, it was under a million people. But all the people, so the Bill Clintons and and the George Bushes created these uh um uh, policies that force people off their land and into the cities and in concentrated cities and and that's basically what it is so Wyclef is a minion and i saw him the other day i saw an article on fox fox looks like they're trying to push him back they're, they're trying to push him back into the limelight and then i i think he he, he kind of hinted on possibly um running for president and ain't nobody gonna no one's gonna get fooled again um so that's it seems like that's probably what they're doing so Wyclef is a minion now you look at that pros um he is uh he is he's been indicted for um uh campaign financing fraud yeah for um, the Obama. Obama campaign yeah yep exactly those two guys are you know they I guess they started off fine you know but a lot of times when you 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 know you become a minion for the system and they use you and then that's it so that's what they did for them because they were using them back in the you know after the earthquake so why Clive, he pocketed all the money he didn't do anything he i mean you know he pocketed all the money that he raised for haiti yes sir so let's do this let's let's end this on a good note what are the solutions? Any solution? <laughs> so
solution. I mean, seriously, I mean, to be honest with you, these people are very ruthless. And I, I honestly, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's really tough. It's gonna, it's gonna take a lot. It's a lot of bloodshed. I mean, you don't see it, you don't hear it, but I know for a fact. You know what I mean? It's a lot of bloodshed. I mean, the only solution right now, for, to be honest with you, mm. is for Haitians to take up arms. Mm. I don't see no other solution but to take up arms. Yeah, all this peaceful shit. I mean, to be honest with you, you have people who are killing you, who are bringing in mercenaries from other other places to shoot you in the head, and you think that you are going to um, you know, just yesterday, you protested peacefully and they opened fire on you and shoot you and kill you. And then many of you, one guy, they put plastic over his head and took him wherever. They dumped him in uh, uh, mass graves. So the question is that how, how, how easy you, you're, you're either going to give up or you're going to op- uh, uh, take up arms. I don't know how, how it's going to end up, but I mean, that's the only solution because I do not see Haitians giving up and saying, okay, come in and build resorts and build this. No, I don't see it. I don't see how it's going to happen. I, I live in Florida where you see a lot of nice beaches and all these beaches, they're not private. They're owned by the city. The city collect taxes and that's how they're able to, you know, whatever. But when you have to push a bunch of people off their land, uh, you know, you, you there's so many ways that you can build an economy without having foreigners you know, come in and take up all your land. And I don't see how that's going to happen. You know, a lot of Haitians and their heads, they say, okay, well, you know, we need to do this so tourists can come. No, tourists can come naturally. That means that you do not have to give up. You have a whole bunch of, um, um, how you say it, a whole bunch of Black-owned hotels, Haitian-owned um, hotels in Haiti. A oh, lot that's of good. That's, huh? good. that's good. Of course, Absolutely. A, a lot of beautiful, there, there's a few others that just came out, you know, and in and, and an area called Mosaic St. Nicholas, two beautiful hotels that were built after. They're not the, the Marriott, they're not any of those. They're nice hotels. In Jacques Mel, which is in southern Haiti, a lot of black-owned hotels. There's a hotel in, in an area called Gonaive, nice little hotel. Um, you know, it has about 40 rooms. Sometimes I stay there. Night, it's a lady who lives in Florida who owns it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Miss Nadine, how can people get in contact with you if you uh, want them to get in contact with you? Oh, yeah, what's your Twitter page? Your uh... Twitter page is Madam Bookman. Why? You should be a mod. You, you should be able to t- type it in the uh, chat room. Oh. Yeah, something I don't hear myself, I shut it off. So that's fine. Madam Bookman. Yeah, a madam and then bookman, like Duddy Bookman, the great yeah, voodoo priest in Haiti. Was he really a Muslim? He could have been. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of these people, a lot of Africans, um, you know, from from uh, those areas, um, a lot of Africans went into the so-called New World as Muslims. Right. Right. But he could have been. But he definitely, whatever history shows is that he actually um, he was a slave first in Jamaica, and then he was sold uh, to Haiti. Mm-hmm. So it's Madam Madam Bookman. That's it at, at Twitter. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, cool. B-O-U-K-M-A-N. And I have, yeah, we have people. I mean, I have um, all types of people contacting me through uh, DM, asking me to do interviews and all of that. But I don't deal with a lot of these CNN people. But, um, you know, a lot of people from all over the world sending their solidarity. Um, you know, oh, I didn't know this happened, that happened. So a lot of people in Africa, I just had a guy from Ghana um, yesterday. Um, we spoke for a while. Um, you know, we have all types of people um, who contact me. Uh, you know, solidarity. Solidarity. You know, they say they don't. They don't. They they never really hear. You know, anything. A guy from Serbia. You know, a Serbian guy contacted me, asking me questions. Um, so we have all all sorts of uh, all sorts of people who you know who are interested in understanding what's going on. And it's not only a Haitian thing. It's a it's a black thing. It's a it's a black liberation thing. You know what I mean? It's it's um when you understand what's going on, why the media does not, you know, um, uh, show you what's going on because they have an agenda, and the agenda is to make sure that you do not see any types of black resistance whatsoever because it might give you ideas because they yeah. want to portray all black nation as poor hungry independent where it, it, if it's not the white supremacy narrative the white savior narrative then they will not promote it but if it's black people who are fighting for the sovereignty and uh, self-actualization then you won't see it it's just not going to happen cool well madam oh man oh it's mad my bad M-A-D-A-N. My bad. I'm like, okay, here we go. Mad M. There we go. My bad. But it still came up when I put Mad M. Okay. All right. But hey, thank you so much. I follow you, Darnus. You know huh? that. You know I follow you already. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, okay. Somebody said you're beautiful. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. And Donna, right. since you since you don't want to give me um give you a what some of your millions, then I'll 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 no. You remember you went to the the, the bank in in Nigeria, uh huh, to deposit all the millions that you have. Yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> I'll set up for the Jilla price though. Okay, we got you. We got you. <laughs> got you. And Donna, <laughs> listen. Um, there's a lot going on in Haiti right now, but you promised me that we will go. The ticket sure. is on me, okay? Just let me know when. Yeah, the ticket is on me. I want Thank you. I want. I want it to go. And as a matter of fact, yeah, as a, yeah, it'll it'll be in 2020. But I don't know. Just let me know. I'm rolling. Yeah. I'm, I'm after your after your uh, uh voodoo festival. Uh, okay. That's in January. Right. So you yeah. Oh yeah, it's in January, right? Right. So okay. Just keep me posted. I'm ready to roll. I ain't ready to okay. roll. So okay. everyone, thank you for joining us. Make sure you go to Madame Bookman and follow her. <laughs> follow her on uh, follow her on Twitter, everyone. We had a long night, back to back shows. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe. 
Go to uh, search for Uhuru on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, family. Danny Samir, search for Uhuru. Madam Bookman. Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.